And now, the most mediocre podcast you'll hear, but still the best one on iTunes. It's Late Night with Big D and Munchies! Ladies and gentlemen, it is June 8th, 2020, and Big D and Munchies is back. Oh yeah! Welcome back, Munchies. Yo, bro. It's It's been a minute. It's yeah, been, it has. It's, it's been a while. It's, it's been a minute. Um, we want to thank everyone for sticking with us. And uh, staying with the show, I've been. We've. It's been a probably what over a year since we've uploaded. Recorded. Yeah, but I, you know what? I still get updates with uh, new people liking our pages. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. The fan base is growing. Yes. We want to welcome in all the new people and thank all the old people for coming back and listening to us. You know, it's interesting. We upload our podcast through SoundCloud, mm-hmm. um, and you can go in and check the statistics that are on SoundCloud. And even though our we've been a at hiatus i would say for the past year our downloads have still been pretty good the the munchies what's the what's your fan base called again do we have a name for that oh what was it it was like it was like munchies army it was like yeah. a name that never like came together but yeah they munchies munchies min- minions, minions thank you the thank minions you. have been really uh been showing support and listening to the listening to the episodes while we've been gone yes so I just want to again thank everyone for sticking with the show, and uh, we're excited to be back. Yes. Uh, as far as an explanation as to why we were gone, uh, we weren't fighting, were we? It wasn't like a quarrel or anything. No, I just I think that we were just like, what is it? Wall Wallysburg was going on. Yeah, and then everything everything just got real busy, and you know, it's like being on the podcast. It's like kind of like being a marriage. You know, sometimes <laughs> you, you, you there are rough patches you go through. We gotta take a break. Yeah, I, I think we just needed a little break. We need to come back fresh. Um, kind of let life happen, then we can come back and report it to you guys. But uh, we have been keeping in touch with everyone through the Facebook. Thank you guys for sending messages and telling. Us how much you missed the show and you listened to an old episode or something like that. But um, we're just kind of at a point now that, you know, we, we decided that it was time to come back. Where there was more to say. And uh, we're going to try and stay consistent with this. Yes. Um, we can't promise every day, but we're hoping maybe a bi-monthly show, if not every week. Um, we're, we're just going to kind of see how it goes. No expectations. Yeah. So we want to thank you guys for coming back in. Uh, Sherman is here with us, the trusty producer. Sherman. Good to be here. Sherman survived the hiatus that Big D Munchies had. You see, normally we fire producers after like, what, five weeks, five shows, something like that. So he's the only one that lasted. So, You know what? Sherman has been our best producer. Yeah, yet. he has. He has. He's over here dialing in the tones now, whereas like Phil Vento or Vincent would just be on their oh, phones, on, probably on Tinder or something. Oh, God. And then the, just them quitting before they could be fired, and then the ego problem came in. Uh, got there and it was just a whole mess but um this is on to a new chapter of big d and munchies yes huge breaking news announcement though we this the podcast is now on spotify Ooh. That I, t- I, I was gonna say that for the show we, i get it's on spotify now munchies it's like all the shows or yep, just all the shows all of our catalog and the new shows um from here on out will be on spotify so if you want to listen to us make sure you uh, go to SoundCloud, iTunes Library, or Spotify. Yeah. Um, Spotify, I think, is going to be the new place to go, especially with Joe Rogan moving his show over there. So if you want all your podcasts and music in one place, check us out on Spotify. Give us a follow. And as well as uh, send us a Facebook message, uh, facebook.com slash Munchies, And then you can email us, too, at show at gmail.com. Can you imagine, like, Joe Rogan just, like, listening to one of our shows and just like, 
I got to get those guys on the air with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That would be kind of crazy. It would, I think I think we get along well with him. I mean, he's going to he's going to dominate Spotify, but we'll right. we'll be right there too. So We're we're, we're catching all the crumbs here. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be uh we'll be right below. So make sure you guys give us a follow and uh we're excited to see what's next in our future. Let's go ahead and start let's get right into a segment. Uh Sherman, you want to pick one? Let's see here. Wow. <coughs> There's so many good ones to pick from. <laughs> okay, I want to go into the jug of the day. Jug of the day. And is this jug? Let's do it. See how are you It's, it's like you said, Munchies. It's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to be back. Yes. Let's go to this first segment. Uh, is this Jug uh, Sherman? Take it away. Okay. <clears throat> is it Jug to use an ex's Netflix account? Uh, I think there's kind of like an unspoken rule about that. Like it's uh, it's not Jug in, in, until you get caught. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think it's still kind of Jug because like depending on the ending of the relationship, why would you want that to be like a constant reminder? You know what I mean? If it was like bad. I think it's kind of like a way to like stick it to your ex. Okay, that's another – I was about to say that would be another way. That's that's what most people uh, who – like friends of ours who steal their ex's Netflix passwords like and stuff. Well, what it is is like they're signed in on their Google TV Mm -hmm. and then they never like sign out. So they're just using it. And as long as you're on like some family plan where you can use like four or five people at a time, there's really no like, there's nothing really like bad about it. Uh, it's, it is kind of jug, but I think it's like an unspoken thing. Like until you get caught, it's okay. I mean, you know, you you pay for Netflix, so it's like if you use someone else's, you're not paying for it. That's, right. So that's kind of jug. Right. You're technically stealing. Yeah. Copyright law. Let's define the word jug for people who are new to the show or need a reminder. So they probably have not heard it in their life since the last show that they listened to that we did. Mm-hmm. Jug. Act of, pro- act of profiting off illegal or legal activities. It involves scheming, lying, mm-hmm. or tricking the other party for a larger financial gain. Yes. Yeah, so I mean that's kind of what jug is. You're 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 trying to find the easiest way to get something for either free or the lowest amount possible without sacrificing any capital or energy. Yes, I guess exactly. that, that yeah. that'd be the perfect. That's yeah. that was the perfect way of saying yeah. it. Yeah, that was exactly right. Jug. <laughs> I would say it depends on how the relationship ends. Yeah, it can be kind of like playful, like, right? If you got if you got if if you got the short end of the stick on that relationship and you decide, I think you can carry it for a ride for a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. infidelity action. <laughs> okay, the second and last question for today. Is it jug to cheat a drug test for any reason? So job, like uh, <laughs> parole. <laughs> oh, God. This Anything is, like that? This is a great moral question, right? Because if you believe that, I guess, the most common drug, marijuana, if, if that's – or that people drug test for, if you believe it should be legal and it does no harm – and you partake in the marijuana activity, and your employer tells you that like, you can't smoke smoke for whatever reason, but you think it's okay, you think it's fine. Like morally, you're not hurting anybody. You're gonna continue on to do it. That'd be the only reason. I mean, that's ninety nine percent of the reason why people cheat these drug tests. Yeah, I think it's jug because, like, if you think about it, like a common profession that people need to be drug tested for is truck driving. Mm-hmm. So the last thing we want is just like a you know drugged out truck driver in the middle of the night some meth who's up, on yeah. like high on meth <laughs> driving and getting a possible accident so there's that's one side 
Another side is like what you said, because it's funny enough that marijuana is the drug that stays in, in the, the system, system the, longest. the longest. Yeah. Versus like cocaine, crack, heroin is only probably like a couple weeks. Uh, weed is months. Why is the the le- the drug that is the least bad for you stay in your system the longest? Um, it probably is like in the hair. That's one place that stays is in yeah. the hair. Uh, that's a good question. It's I have just to think unf- about the science about that. It's an unfair fact about life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's like a problem. Apparently, there's a problem with like truckers doing meth. And, like, driving all night because mm-hmm. they're just trying to get the miles in to get paid. Right. I don't know how true that is. I saw it on a meme one time. But <laughs> we're assuming it's true. All right. Let's see. Let's go into Jug of the Day. Interesting Jug of the Day here out of India. Uh, man sticks phone charger up penis but tells doctor he swallowed it. Right? Uh, yeah. A patient who rammed a two-foot mobile phone charger cable up his penis for sexual gratification tried to fool docs by claiming he had swallowed it. The 30-year-old told medics that he had ingested the wire, prompting them to launch a fruitless search. It was only when X-ray on the operating table was taken that it became clear that the wire in the 30-year-old's, or the excuse me, the wire was in the 30-year-old's urinary bladder. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. We examined his stool as well, but we could not find the cable. When we operated on him, there was nothing in his in any of his tracks. Okay. Um, Dr. Islam, who was the doctor in India, said the embarrassed patient had a habit of inserting cables and, quote, other stuff through his penis for sexual pleasure. It's a type of masturbation called urethral sounding, urethral, which is the in- insertion of an object or liquid into the urethra, said the senior consultant surgeon. It's pretty gross, munchies. Yeah. That's, that's kind of ju- – that would fall under jug, right? Yeah, that's pretty jug. Like, ugh, like, no. That's that's so gross. It's uh, uh, – Back to jug that you would go to extreme lengths without doing much or having to sacrifice much. On I mean, paper, that seems like that sounds good. like a process, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just ima- like I'm, I'm trying to like not imagine it, but imagine at the same time. Like, if I was trying to do that to myself, yeah. how painful that would be. You're like, have no, to, like, you have like, to like commit to it too, right? So you're yeah. like sitting on the chair and like trying. Oh, working. Like, I don't know. People have done worse. We've had worse stories on here, but that one's pretty jug. I mean, he was probably trying to charge himself up. Yeah. I don't know. Just, ugh. ugh. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> we need, like, the boo thing. like the uh, Or, like, that. Boo. <laughs> yeah, the no, cr- the crickets. The crickets. <laughs> there we go. I, I, I miss when we had, like, the, uh, when, we did the, when we were at the radio station, we had, like, the, the dashboard. You yeah. could press a button. Everything was already queued up on there. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can go back and edit some crickets in there. But, yeah. That's what Jug is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and stay tuned for more. Let's go into another segment. Uh, let's see. We just did Jug of the Day. I kind of want to hear a Munchie segment. I want to hear the uh, You Know You're Fat. Okay. Okay. So we have three of them today. Okay. And You Know You're Fat. I don't know if we've done this segment on here before. This but might it's, be a new one. No, we've, I think we've done it. It might have been a tied into like something else, yeah. like Munchie's moment in history. Oh, okay. I you Know You're real- Fat is – when three, when all of us have gone through fat stages in our lives, we're kind of in it. We have a uh, long running battle with fatness. I'm saying we kind of have a <laughs> on and off relationship with fatness, and it's just co- things you know you that have came to us mostly munchies, and just said, "Oh, that is how we know that we're of large size." It, it, it weighs on us. <laughs> wow. You know that one was actually somewhat de- that w- that was somewhat decent. I'll, <laughs> let, I'll let that pass. Go ahead. Okay, so I have three of them. So you know you're fat. When you order food for delivery, right, mm-hmm. and it takes a super long time, like we all been there. Right. So you start bugging out and begin eating food that you already have in your fridge to stop <laughs> being hangry. <laughs> 
dude, like literally almost every time I get delivery, it's like it takes like an hour. It's like, oh my god, I just then I eat like dessert first. Yeah, it's 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 sad sometimes. Dessert first. Yeah. Yeah, like say like oh, you order a pizza okay. or something, and you're so hungry that like it's just taken like 20 minutes or some ridiculous long time, and then you like you go into the freezer and just start eating the ice cream, and by the time the pizza gets there, you're like, yeah, <laughs> like you're, you're already kind of set. Makes sense. I've done that before. We've all done it before. Okay, the second one. So when you order a salad, but you put cheese, eggs, bacon, chicken, steak, <laughs> and a lots of dressing, which we know as making it into a fat person salad. Yeah. So I was explaining this the other day. So a fat person salad <laughs> is a salad where fat people get it to justify eating like shit right. with the salad. So it's like, oh, it's just a salad. I'm trying to lose weight. But you put fried chicken yeah. and a whole bunch of stuff in it. Oh, I had a Cobb salad with extra blue cheese dressing. So I think I'm going to get the ice cream tonight. Yeah. I was good today. It's just justification yeah. for being fat. You know what we should do next next show? Let's do a top 10 of fat people foods. Fat people foods? Or fat people, um, fat, <laughs> fat people healthy foods. Like things that fat people eat to tell themselves that they're like healthy. Oh, I like oh, that. Like, yeah, um, I like that. I'll give one away. Hummus. Like that's a huge one. Oh, and yeah. And whenever you see someone yeah. eating like hummus and crackers, they're like – on a diet, but they don't realize that the hummus is fat, or the hummus has fat in it, and the crackers have all those carbs and stuff. I would I would say diet soda. That's a no, it's not really yeah. a food, yeah. but it's just like people just okay. I'm gonna get a double quarter pounder of cheese with like two McDoubles yeah. and, <laughs> a a diet diet Coke Coke. Yeah, and a diet yeah. coke and a diet coke. Yeah, the, the, the safety option, the fail safe. <laughs> okay, so the third one is uh, making terrible excuses for not working out. So just like. Oh, I'm watching a TV show. Like, I can't go work out today. <laughs> oh, I'm in the middle of a match on video games. Like, just making excuses ex- for not working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, best is, the best is, like, when a fat person or one of us will make an excuse for not working out while doing something that makes them more unhealthy. Like, oh, I didn't have time to, to like, to work out today. I had to bake brownies for, like – uh Sherman's birthday tomorrow knowing that you're gonna be eating the brownies at the birthday it's like an excuse nice. yeah. you know you're fat do we don't have a theme song for this right not yet we we just have popular piggies okay do we have one this week popular piggy Can yeah we, we do have that? a we do have a popular piggy today let's, let's do that right now okay we're gonna go into popular piggies then so for this week's popular piggy is Carol Baskins oh <laughs> You know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, for the for the people who are listening, Sherman Munchies and I made a pact when we when we were starting to meet again, talking about the show that we were tired of talking about what everyone else was talking about, like the whole coronavirus and mm-hmm. the, what else is going on in the world. And Tiger King had just been rammed down our throats. Yeah, dude. But this, I will make an exception, and we are based in Tampa, so Carol Baskins is is oh, famous. I gotta tell Munchies this. I was driving down uh, Adamo. Do you mm-hmm. know where Adamo is? Yeah. Okay, Adamo's like it's got a lot of those strip clubs. Yep. The, I have come down Adamo during two times of national prominence. A when Stormy Daniels was making an appearance. Oh God. At like, dude, the most jug strip club, dude. Like mm-hmm. this is a this is a type of strip club that like if you like went went out like with your boys for a bachelor party, you'd be like, let's just yeah, let's chill go. and watch Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Right? Okay, it's but bad. on that there so there are two strip clubs across the street from each other, and in episode one of Tiger King they have the they have like you know Nebraska Avenue. Everybody's right. like, "What was she doing on Nebraska?" Outside of Emperor's or whatever it's called, it says 
had seen on TV. Oh Tiger my Daniel. god, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, honestly, man, dude, they they had a drive like I drove by the other day, just you know, driving by, not going, but uh, right. they had like a drive-through strip club, dude. They had like what? that and a liquor store on like per- like perpendicular to it. Damn. Yeah, so they got it going on, but I don't know how they make any business. Yeah, but, I mean. Yeah. How do you do a drive-through strip club? There, I mean, oh, I've seen some videos on Twitter. Yeah, it, it's very bizarre. It looks kind of like dystopian, but it it happens. Oh, Is okay. a guy in the car just like going after it, like oh, bringing it, like that's... pulling in the drive-through? Oh, you know they've God. had those problems. Oh right? yeah, like a hundred percent. Oh yeah, like why is that? Why is that guy in aisle three not going? He's like twenty feet behind the car. Why is the car shaking? But it's in neutral. Yeah, yeah. That guy's transmission is really bad. That yeah. gives carjacking a whole new uh, meaning. That was awesome. That I was like. Good. I like that, that one. Was actually pretty good. That, that was. Uh, that you're was... you're quick with that, man. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Good job. Sorry, Munchies. Keep going. So. As we were saying, Carol Baskins, she is involved in the show, Netflix, Tiger King. Um, it's definitely a little overrated. It was kind of funny. You know, it's just kind of like, you know, white trash people being white trash. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like people like that. So Carol Baskins, she's she's a little bit of a chubbers. So, you know, I mean, she, you, <laughs> she, you know, she has the... Like we said, the uh, the zoo in Tampa right. with the with the tigers. I didn't know that until like I saw the show. Oh, yeah. And you know what's funny? My sister actually did something for her, for like writing a play. She wrote a play for her. Wow. And they got put up. They did the play at the park. Yeah. And like my sister got like a T-shirt and stuff. I that's was cool. Like, that is yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, besides her like murdering her husband, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I mean, she's a little chunk. Yeah, she's got a little chunk. She yeah. yeah. I, 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 I get it. It's a good pick. She definitely she she's been getting a lot of hate. Um, this picture that was this is like kind of a famous picture. It's like next to the tiger that's in a in the cage. She's well, actually that's a lion actually. Right. And she's just kind of like kneeling. She looks like she's like high on acid or something. Yeah. So she looks like she's not from this world. She's like, got like the bandana on and the, mm-hmm. the hippie shirt. Yeah. She she might be flying up there a little bit. Oh my God! Have you guys seen Tiger King? You have to see it. It's so crazy. It's about like this guy. It's like, bro, like <laughs> everyone thinks that no one else has seen that show, and it just got so, just so overplayed. Like, oh yeah, it's just like I just remember like playing on Xbox and like all the all my friends was like talking about it. Yeah. it just sounded ridiculous, so it was kind of funny, but it was just like when other people tell the story, it takes away from the actual yeah, story, right? So it's like. It's like, okay, cool. Because then you, it's like built up when it's supposed to be just like a regular thing. I don't know. The biggest thing we took from that, and we're not going to talk about this too long. It's just this is somewhat different. It's like these shows make these people's lives seem like 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 a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Like you have to remember that these are real people. Yep. And like, of course, the documentarian, whatever the guy's name who made it, is going to twist the story to make it fit. Like it's just not – It. I don't know. I feel like – Sometimes society fed off of it in, like, the worst possible ways. People tried to escape into it, but, you know, those people had a lot of stuff they had to deal with. Well, there was, like, an ongoing joke that uh, people wanted to buy a tiger with their government money. (laughs) The stimulus. Yeah, Yeah. so it's kind of, like, ridiculous in that fashion. That's a good popular piggy. Yes. That's that's a good choice. Carol Baskins. Very relevant, too. Yep. All right, let's go into high society.
Hi Society, the uh, segment on Big D and Munchies where we give you the news segments. How do we describe this, Munchies? Uh, it's news on based off like, you know, being the, elevated in life. Yeah. <laughs> being elevated. Elevated news is the the socially conscious uh mature way of saying it. First story, Colorado weed revenue exceeds 1 billion dollars. As of Wednesday, the state had collected 1.02 billion dollars in revenue from marijuana since recreational sales began in 2014, thanks to taxes, licenses, and fees. That is that's a lot of money. It took three and a half years for the state to reach 500 million in revenue and just two more years to double it. Wow. The tax figure is much more than some experts predicted in 2012 when Colorado voters approved Amendment 64, which legalized recreational marijuana. At that time, at that time, excuse me, some analysts projected the state would net between only five and 22 million a year. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, people love getting high. Amendment 64 requires at least the first 40 million in tax revenue to be allotted for school construction, with spillover put toward a broader public school fund. That's kind of nice. Uh, the remainder of the state's share of cannabis taxes help finance health care, health education, law enforcement, and substance abuse prevention and treatment programs. That's pretty uh, – Yeah, that's pretty – That's a good use of that money. That's a lot of money. $1 billion in revenue, yeah. man. Like, It's kind of hard for the state to argue against that when like the money is literally going back in their pockets. Yeah. They're and expanding it, it, their power. And you said something about schools? Mm-hmm. Yep, most of it's going to public schools. Yeah, they're putting it towards higher education. <laughs> God, wow. Dude, you are you have all these like saved up for the past year? Like these <laughs> No, I just uh they're honestly coming up the top of my head. Okay. Pretty just like it's like an engine that keeps going. Yeah, it's just a savant. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Next story, Willie Nelson says he's quit smoking marijuana. Hell has frozen over. That's 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 some big news. That is the big country news. music legend and weed connoisseur declared he smoked complete or he stopped, sorry, completely. I've abused my lungs quite a bit in the past, so breathing is a little more difficult these days, and I have to be careful. Uh, Nelson said nearly a lifetime of inhaling various substances, not just weed, will end. I started smoking cedar bark, went from that to cigarettes to whatever, and that almost killed me. Wow, he canceled tour dates last summer due to a breathing issue and scoffed at rumors that he was gravely ill. So he's still in great shape. That's a, that's a, that's a uh, key, folks. Just got to smoke a lot honestly good for him though that his voice has been has been kept up over the decades yeah i mean he's he knows what he's doing right uh if he had one person that he could light up a joint with who do you think it would be what do you think he said probably like snoop dogg or somebody famous like that sherman barack obama close he said president trump because he quote needs one bad Uh oh oh probably honestly probably i mean the president of the united states no matter who is that's a stressful Stressful yeah Honestly, though, if you're like if you're president, though, and you're trying to smoke like you it's just because if something goes down and you're like, like almost tripping high, like it's bad. Dude, imagine hot boxing the Oval Office. <laughs> that would be insane. Like, how would you do that? That'd be crazy. Uh, people would view, that'd be considered disrespectful. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be. But, but the, that the would things be crazy. doing now in office are so much more disrespectful. Oh, so uh, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um, you imagine like Mr. President, like Vladimir Putin has sent like. Uh, missiles over to Alaska, and you're just like sitting there, just like not knowing what year it is. This is like, what, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judge clears. Oh wait, no, sorry, that's the next news story. So that's all we have for high society. Great. Um. Yeah. What do you? What's you want to keep going with more news? Um. You know, go with the flow. Let's do. Let's do news on Big Game Munchies. News. 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 And now, it's news you don't need to know from Late Night with Big D and Munchies. 
First up, judge clears man who broke into wrong house to fulfill client's BDSM sex fantasy. Ooh. Munchies, I'm going to go ahead and give you a chance here. Give me a corny dad joke about that headline. You see, that's not how it works. But uh, let's see. So he, he went through the wrong back door, maybe? Close. Oh, wow. That's, that's uh, a good one. I don't know. Uh, came too early? I don't know. No, nah, no. Nah. You see, you, it's not like yeah, it, you it, it's not authentic. You can't put him on the yeah. spot to do it. All right, here we go. Talk about getting off. An, oh, Australia, nice. <laughs> an Australian man accused of breaking into the wrong house as he sought to fill another man's sex fantasy has been found not guilty. On Thursday, a judge in New South Wales cleared Terrence Leroy. That sounds like a fake name. Like Terrence when I read Leroy? These, when I read these articles, it's just like I, I wonder if they're truthful just like only based on the names of the people. You'd be surprised. People have some interesting names. Stemming from an accident last July where he was one of two men hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up while clad in his underpants. The problem is Leroy and his partner went to the wrong house. Oh, God. Uh, The case of mistaken identity began after a man living in western uh, NSW, New South Wales, I guess, near Griffiths. Griffith went on Facebook looking for someone willing to tie him up and then rub a broom handle around his underwear. What? He was willing to pay $5,000 if, if it was, quote, really good, Judge Sean Grant, Sean Grant noted in the ruling. A police officer testified that the man who hired Leroy and another identif- unidentified man had a history for engaging the services of people. After finding two people willing to engage in the fantasy, he sent his address to them, but on the day the fantasy was to take place, Leroy and his partner showed up at the wrong house. The home's occupant, who was on his way to use the bathroom, heard noise and assumed it was a friend. The victim yelled out, bugger off, it's too early, which is the most <laughs> Australian thing, but turned on his nightlight after hearing someone ask if he was a man waiting for the kinky role play. The victim then turned on the light and saw two men carrying machetes standing next to his bed. Oh, my God. According to the t- court documents, after Leroy and his coll- coll- colleagues realized they made the error, one of them said, sorry, mate. They shook the vict- victim's hand and said bye and ran out of the house. <laughs> pretty uh pretty bad pretty uh those guys could have gotten killed in a ma- i don't know what the law is over in the australia with stand your ground if someone breaks into your house and everything i mean that is such a just a bizarre thing to happen like they had machetes bro yeah like, that's, that's 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 bad news well hold on let's go back i like to have I, there was a line i want to go back to he wanted them to rub a broom not in his underwear not up a certain place, around his underwear. That's very interesting. Very is there, interesting. Is there a price that you would do this for? I don't know, man. Like, that is... <laughs> what, yeah, I like, have to... That's just... Like, I have to think about it. Like, like, as a fantasy, you, like, kick down the door with a machete and then just run up to him and just get the broom and slightly rub it around his pants and then you run off. You can't make this <laughs> up. Like, uh, who thinks of these things? Like, for real. Like, what did he do? He watched, a, like, a, a broom commercial one day? I have no idea. Maybe he likes to be, like... Like maybe teased a little bit. That's probably uh, gonna be a part out part of it. But the broom thing and the why not like a feather or like a like a or even like what's those things like a Swiffer duster? That I feel much. I think that feel much better than a broom. Uh, maybe it's because like the hard stick of it. Yeah, I don't know. like he like he likes a little bit of like fight with it. I guess. Oh my god. Next up, man tormented by mystery pizza deliveries to his house for almost a decade. Uh, Whoa. Sounds like sounds like something everyone else would like. This guy didn't. A Belgian man since says he has been receiving mysterious pizzas that he never ordered for over a decade. While it may seem initially like an annoying prank, the victim said he's received so many pizzas over the years that he shakes every time he hears a scooter coming down the street. 
So this dude has PTSD from ordering so many pi- or getting so many pizzas. Oh my god. Uh, John Van Lagenharm, a 65 year old resident of Turnout, says delivery drivers bring pizza to his door at all hours and day of the night. This has reportedly been going on for almost a decade, and the man says he has no idea why. Initially, he reported uh, that he thought it was some sort of mistake with his address, and uh, the food just kept arriving, sometimes multiple times in the same day. Uh, he mostly receives pizza, but other fast food items have been included. Interesting. One day, he had 10 different delivery drivers come to his place on the same day. One of the deliveries was for 14 pizzas. Wow. You know, like, I've, I've seen on, like, online forums on Reddit and stuff that, like, people would buy each other pizzas if they're having, like, a bad day because people – find solace and strangers in the internet or whatever but like this has got to be some sort of like maybe like the address was supposed to be in an apartment complex and like this kept happening well here's the thing i actually worked for P- for pizza hut as a delivery right and like after a while if someone orders regularly you kind of pick up on it and you like recognize like that area and that house and stuff like regulars like yeah. for any business would you say the majority of pizza deliveries are regulars to like businesses and stuff like that, like Pizza Fridays or something. Yeah, but something like that you would notice. So there's, there's something fishy about that mm-hmm. because, I mean, obviously, like if I was a delivery person, like noticing, oh my god, I came here ten times. The first day, I would have no, I would have been like, all right, like we delivered to this house ten times, something's wrong. Right. You know what I mean? So there's something, something definitely uh, sketchy about that. He says, I cannot sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. I dread someone will come to drop off hot pizzas yet one more time. <laughs> uh, adding another odd layer to the mystery is the fact that one of the man's friends who lives 20 miles away has reportedly also been suffering from similar mystery deliveries. So, so it's a friend. It's probably a mutual friend messing with them. One person's nightmare is Munchie's dream. Right. One man's he, trash is your tr- – what's that yeah. saying? One man's trash is another, another man's, man's treasure. treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine, like, opening my door and someone delivering 14 pizzas. Yeah. Like, that would be crazy. Imagine being, like, have, or having so much disposable income. You're like, hmm, how am I going to mess with Munchie's today and for the next 10 years? I'm going to send 14 pizzas to his house nearly every day. You see, I'm going to take the high road with this one. Uh, no pun intended. But it's just like, why would – like, for, if you have that type of money, like, why do it that way? Like, I've... He's trying to torment his friend. I mean, it's like those hypothetical scenarios we always give you, like, oh, how much to do X, random X thing, like, run down the street with your underpants or whatever, and someone says, like, oh, $3,000. Mm-hmm. If you have the money, like, maybe you do that sometimes. Yeah. But the amount of dedication, okay, hey, pick up the phone every day, call, here's the address, 14 pizzas. It's like the most ultimate troll, though. Yeah, that's, that is it. definitely trolling for sure. Awesome. Let's go into one of my favorite segments here on Big D Munchies. Uh, Munchies Top 10. This is Munchies Top 10. Okay, so my top 10 is favorite foods. I got to say, this is a this is, this is has probably been a request in the fan like mail for a long time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear it. So, for number 10, ice cream. Just like what type of ice cream, though? Just so, like, fat kid flavors. So, like, Reese's, Oreo. Skittles like, ice cream. Yeah, just like – you ever seen that, like, bu- uh, 
uh, you know, Bubba Grub Shrimp Company. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that one scene where it's just it lists all the different types of shrimp. Yeah. I can do that with ice cream for sure. Skittles just like ice cream. Twix ice cream. Gummy bears ice cheesecake cream. Cheesecake ice cream. Pumpkin Ooh. pie ice cream. Cherry ice cream. Cherry ice cream. <laughs> strawberry ice cream. So like pretty much all the ice creams. So those are any fat kid flavor. What is uh, what is a non-fat kid flavor? Like vanilla. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So God. like vanilla or like just regular, you know. Just some boring, like yeah, basic, like, yeah, yeah, like out, regular yeah. chocolate or something for sure. Yeah, like fat kid flavors is like what you would expect like a little fat kid like Cartman to get on his ice cream, like yeah, yeah. twenty different toppings, yeah, like sprinkles and. It's, gummy bears. It's and, so many flavors that you can't taste all of them. Right. Like, you just taste the most prominent It's just one. like a gunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's number 10. So number nine, Cuban sandwich. Ooh. Ooh. Dude. How do, you I, order, how do you order your Cuban? Pressed. With, like, was, was I've, I've heard multiple things, like, no uh, must or no mayo. I get it. I get it, you know, Tampa all, style or just, like, whatever style. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter. I just love me some Cuban sandwiches, man. They're so good. I mean, I grew up with them. You know, we all did. Tampa, yeah. Living in Tampa, where the real Cuban sandwiches don't at me, Miami. Uh, so Tampa <laughs> has the best Cuban sandwich. Has been proven. So Cuban sandwich. I always, uh, you know, like La Teresita, we yeah. go get Cubans. I was gonna say we could have a battle for who has the best Cuban sandwich, but like we'd have like, it's so divided in the city that people would. Like they it. they have that. They actually have like a thing that's like okay who has the best cuban sandwich in tampa it's probably political yeah i mean they actually have like a tournament yeah that they have people go and like eat the cuban sandwiches yeah. which would be awesome hell yeah yeah so number eight grouper or my my sandwich with tartar sauce dude low-key low-key very up there that's great that's a sleeper pick yeah dude i love grouper sandwiches or my my yeah. like i just love fish sandwiches they're just so good. Right. And, you know, I would say that's kind of like a fat, fat person food because it's like it's kind of healthy. But right. it's like if you get if you fry it and put tartar sauce on it, might as well go to McDonald's. Right. It's like, well, what'd so, you have for dinner? Fish. It was really like fried cod with like yeah. a gallon of tartar sauce and, right. like, and like steak fries. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So grouper sandwiches like, you know, there's a local place not too far from here called Robert's. Oh yeah, and they're very good grouper That's sandwich. That's a lot there. of food. Yeah, you know, grouper sandwich is good. Yeah, I haven't had one in like two years. We gotta go. Okay, so number seven, ribs. Oh, probably yes. on my top three. So, my dad makes a homemade ribs, and the way he does it's so good. He uses this brandy fruit recipe and mixes it with the barbecue sauce. Oh yeah, which makes it like sweet and just and like that fruity, flavor. and it's just. Oh, it makes the ribs so good, man. Like it's it's addicting. Oh yeah. Like it's so good. I like I love me some, some ribs. ribs. Yeah, dude. Ribs are awesome. <laughs> okay, number six, cheesecake. Ooh, another sleeper. Yes, pick, I yeah. love cheesecake, man. Like I have cheesecake for like my birthday. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't want regular cake, I'll go with cheesecake, and I'll go with like all the flavors of cheesecake, like New York style strawberry, the chocolate ones, the Rocky Ooh. Road ones. Just cheesecake all day. I love cheesecake. It's like one of my favorite desserts. So cheesecake. Do you guys like cheesecake? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm a cheesecake man. Nice. Cheesecake Factory is kind oh, of yeah. like awesome. Blue cheesecake? Blue cheesecake? <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. I've never heard of that. That sounds gross. Sounds it gross. sounds gross. <laughs> Blueberry cheesecake. More. That's yeah. good. Blueberry yeah. cheesecake. Okay, so number five. Gummy bears. <laughs> there it is. 
Gummy bears is literally just like lard and sugar, though, right? Uh, it's like, I don't know, like a gelatin. I don't know. Yeah, I know that what it is. So recently, my dad went to Sam's and bought like the five-pound bag of gummy bears. It was like gone in two weeks. <laughs> like between like me and my mom and like my family. It was easy to snack on. Yeah, dude. Like I, I would like take a whole like fistful and just like just yeah. shove it in my mouth. You know, just so good. That I sugar just, overload. I, I just love it. Gummy bears, dude. It's just like. I used to like actually cringe when I would go walking in Publix and like see the two for five gummy bears. Oh, because you like, know you're getting them. Yeah, it's just like no. <laughs> so gummy bears definitely up there. That's a good question. You ever like walked in somewhere and like n- you were like hungry, right? And mm-hmm. you like you saw something and it was a good price. There was a lot of food, and you just you you got hit with the gnaw immediately because you knew you were gonna feel like crap after you ate all of it. But yeah. you, it was just going to happen. Like, it was just something that had that, how it had to be. Well, that's why you don't go to the grocery store hungry. Yeah. You can't, because then that kind of defeats the purpose of, like, if you're trying to eat healthy or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, gummy bears at number five. Number four is fried or grilled chicken. Nice. So, I love chicken, dude. Like, General Sal's chicken or just, like, chicken regular just in general. Grilled chicken, yeah, yeah, grilled chicken. I just love me some chicken, man. Like, chicken is great. Yeah. Like, dude, it's, like relatively healthy if you prepare it right and it's convenient and cheap relatively cheap so i love chicken so number three grilled steak so steak and chicken nice so yeah steak you know this for my number three so this is kind of just like the hard hitting like what i try to eat all the time type stuff uh homemade or from a fancy restaurant you know like you ever gone like the burns or the oh, Chris? Love steak. <laughs> Number two, hot and spicy honey barbecued chicken wings. Ooh. Ooh. Very specific flavor. Dude, I love, like, chicken wings, and I just love, like, barbecue slash spicy chicken wings, dude. Like, I can kill me some wings. Like, I can tell you some stories on how I've killed, like, 25 wings before yeah. and, like, be nothing. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love wings. They hit different. Yes. They hit different than normal chicken, too. Yeah, and that's why I put it ahead of chicken because it's like if someone's like, oh, yeah, there's a party. It's like, oh, okay, well, what's going to be there? It's like there's going to be chicken wings. My fat ass is in the car right at that on the moment. Way to the party. Yeah, on the way to the party. I you, love chicken wings. Did you ever notice how, like, chicken wings taste different based on, like, um, like the shape of the, the, the type of wing, mm-hmm. like a breast compared to like a, uh, a drumstick. Mm-hmm. So like the, there's like the flats and then there's like the drums. Yeah. There's always like a, like, I don't know if you've seen on like Twitter, like the war, yeah the war between like which one's better. Right. I love them all. I don't care. It's just no matter what, I'll eat them all. Like eat them to the bone. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Nice. And last but not least, oh, here we go. Number one. And if you know me, you know, this is true. Barbecue bacon cheeseburger with cheese. With cheese. Why is that? Is that like a historical thing for you? Like, is it like? Yes, very historical. I I love cheeseburgers. Like, if I can eat a food every day, okay, it would be a cheeseburger. Nice. I just put barbecue bacon cheeseburger because that's like all the best parts of yeah. like the cheeseburger in one but if i could have a cheeseburger every day nice. it's insane like i'm turning into a cheeseburger <laughs> i can eat cheese it's in your every- blood yeah dude yeah, like it. we talked about steak and shake before like literally it's in my blood like i would always <laughs> go to steak and shake 
and it's just oh, I love cheeseburgers. So how'd you narrow this list down? Were there others that didn't make it? Yeah, so I have an honorable mention. Ooh. So like eggs with like cheese, okay. yellow rice and beans, candy, cookies, munchies, of course, and potato chips, pizza, tacos slash Mexican food, pasta, all types of pasta, biscuits, right. sausage, pork chops. And then here's an interesting one, bison. Have you guys ever tried bison? No, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of fancy though. Yeah, it is. I had it at um, this is a steakhouse called Charlie's. Oh yeah, and they have it's really good. Like it's a it's obviously like steak, but it's like tough and it's just juicy. It's it's good. I like it. It's really good. Nice. So I, I had to add it to my honorable mentions. Okay. I just haven't had it too much. Nice. So that is my top 10. Very good. Yes. I love it. Next week, let's do the top 10 uh, fat people foods. Yes. That's a great idea. That's a good idea for sure. You know, after we just spoke about like food and stuff and joked around, let, let's, end the, let's end the show on a deep reflective note. Okay. Let's go to some munching on morality, which is Ooh. one of Sherman's segments. Munching on morality is – a series or just maybe just one question a series of questions that sherman comes up for com- comes up with for me and munchies and we kind of have a intellectual debate or a conversation about um so sherman what do you have for us this week yeah so this week i have a question and then a topic my question kind of lighthearted, is if you saw your friend's mom out with another man would you tell that friend Ooh. <laughs> I think there's been a viewer or a listener question question like well it would have been over a year ago. Yeah, we have re- we have visited this discussion before. It was about if they saw like you like your friend's girlfriend out with another dude. Correct. And I think most of us said that we would have to tell the friend, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it I guess it would depend on how close you are with the parents cuz if you have a close relationship with the parents, you could go to the parents first and be like, "Yeah, I saw you out with you know, Joe Schmo instead of Mr. Smith or whatever the friend's right. name is. And you could kind of approach it. But honestly, I think that uh, this is a hard one, but I think I'd want to know. I think I would tell the friend. So you mean romantically, right? Correct. Like okay. It, it's, it's not like a business. Like you can tell there's some stuff going on. Ah, okay. So I, I just want to clear that up. Uh, so romantically, um, I mean, it depends it will. I would have to make it come up organically. I'd just be like, "Oh yeah, I saw your mom out with somebody," and then it'd just be like, "What?" It's like, "Oh yeah, somebody." Yeah, up. and it's kind of like more organic that way, versus like that's a good way to approach it. Yeah, and then if it's not organic, then that it, it would like be like, "What are you doing, bro?" Like that's not cool. Like yeah. Well, that 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 leaves it open for like, say you saw his mom. He's like, "Oh, I just saw your mom out with this dude," and the, guy, the dude's like. The guy's like, oh, yeah, that's her cousin. They were going out last week. It's like, right. okay. Yeah. Now you don't have to be embarrassed when you say, I saw your mom cheating. But what they're like, oh, who was that? Then you get to be the one who uh, spills breaks, the beans. Yeah, breaks the news. Yep. Shitty position to be in. Yeah, it is. So I would not – I would say it just because I – if I if they were truly my friend, right? then I would say it to them. Yeah, they, they deserve to know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that they would want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And the, the topic that I want to just give everybody something to ponder with is oftentimes in life, you need to think about the need to change the projection, not the canvas. Ooh. That was a – that's – we're going to sit here and think about that for a second. That was a mm-hmm. – that's – I like that a lot. Now, where, what were your thoughts about bringing that up? Like what, what made you think about that? I don't remember specifically what made me think about that idea because I just found it in my phone notes from a while back. Okay. Because I write down my thoughts a lot in my phone just to clear my head out. Yeah. But uh, 
I think that when it comes to situations and stuff that you need to change your perspective on the situation rather than the situation itself. Mm. And that's – I'd say it, unless unless it's like a 100% suffering situation. Right. But yeah, I'd say the most cases you come across in life, then you have that option. And it's just a discipline that yeah. I'm working on. You know? Yeah, it, it's a good point. It's definitely – goes back to the whole thing like a lot of the things you can't control like situations you can't control and happiness is a choice so you have to kind of like or most mostly a choice so you mostly or you have to kind of approach things with i would say an optimistic view most of the time in order to get the most out of it uh i, I try I, you know i was trying to think how we could relate this how big dmungies was getting screwed all the time oh but then i just God. that would negate my whole point about trying to be positive about the whole right. situation <laughs> very cool well uh Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Um, we are back. Yes. We will be consistent with this. I know we said that last time, but I, I'm we're, – we're, we're going to do this. We're going to put this back, put it out maybe twice a month like we said at the beginning of the show, maybe more. But we just really want to thank you guys for sticking along and uh, messaging us and telling us in person how much you love the show. I know a lot of you guys listening to the show is like, you know – a, a, just kind of a break in your day, whether it a be, way to escape, right? You're commuting to work or you're in the gym or you had a rough day. You want to come home and just listen to your friends talk or people you don't even know talk and just kind of have us take your mind off things for a set for a little bit. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yes. Really means a lot to us. We love doing this. Yes, and we do. We are so happy we get the opportunity to do, to do this. So thank you munchies. Thank you, Sherman for coming mm -hmm. back. Thank you guys. Um, today's fan of the week or this week's fan of the week from Facebook. His name is Tim May. He's from Apple Valley, California. Nice. Thank you, Tim. Um, actually, I was going to tell you guys that California was, I think, our biggest state in terms of listeners. Wow. I mean, they're, I think they're the most populous state, maybe besides te or Texas. High New York, maybe. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, they, they rep Big D and Munchies hard. So, hello, Tim. Thank you for listening. You are this week's fan of the week. Woo! Um, as we announced before, we are now on Spotify. Huge announcement. So just go to Spotify, search uh, Big D and Munchies. We will come up. There's nobody else like us or named like us. Yeah, spot us on Spotify. That one wasn't as good. Yeah. But uh, close. <laughs> I, we're on iTunes. Um, we're on SoundCloud. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Big D and Munchies. Shoot us an email, um, Big D and Munchies show at gmail.com. And uh, we will. We will see you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Munchies, you got anything? Um, Just, you know, basically the same thing. Just we love – I love being back, you know, especially nowadays we need laughter. So it's good to be back. So yeah. just I'm happy for the more shows that we're going to have and just keep on with this process and hopefully we can, you know – Keep spitting out some good shows. Right. We were going to do fan questions, um, which are questions that are submitted by you guys, the listeners to us. They can be jokes. They can be serious. They can be about Munchie's um, personal life. They can be about his – any type of his life, any any question about our life. Uh, you want advice, write us in or write to us. You can hit us up on Facebook or through the email. And um, go to our Facebook page for more information. Sherman, you got anything? No, it's not, you guys wrapped it up good. Thank you guys again so much for listening. It means the world to us. We love doing this. And uh, stay safe out there. Keep it big. And we will see you next week. Big Game Munchies, out but not for long. Peace. Peace.